Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, genetic engineering, the mutant response. When I was born, I was born with a wide variety of extra teeth, I had an extra toe on my foot, didn't really look like the other babies, not really interested in looking like the other babies. Various speculation that there were certain things that happened to my brain through this process as well. I've never talked to any kind of medical professional that would ever get that intimate associated with my general state. Aside from saying that I was born with a variety of problems that were sort of corrected as much as possible in probably the first 16 years of my life, focusing on most of the surgery that occurred prior to when I was about six years old. There is an immense fear associated with creating children that have any degree of abnormality. This whole cult of normalcy also goes very curiously with a cult associated with standardized testing, unification, you know, creating this notion of a human, which is so totally removed from biology as to be really very curious and a kind of, I don't know, it's just something that I fundamentally have to work against. Through this, there's also a discussion of what happens with genetic manipulation, what happens when we have cat-human hybrids, what happens when we bring Neanderthals back, what is going on associated with genetic manipulation, and isn't this just the end of the world? Isn't this just akin to bestiality? I've tried to raise this as a topic in good company. It never ends well. My own perspective is that Genetic mutation, genetic manipulation, an ability to do a wide variety of interesting combinations, basically the movie The Fly, to a lesser extent The Fly 2, all these things are seen as being part of dark science by a vast quantity of the population. My perspective, however, is survival and the emergence of life through survival means as we tinker with these things and as we start doing more and more tinkering in these areas, what comes through this doesn't necessarily mean devastation. It actually provides a variety of new mechanisms of that amazing thing which has gotten us so far to date evolution. Evolution doesn't have to just be random genetic mutation. It can be mutation through effect the consumption of vast quantities of meat, for example. All these things create an evolution that doesn't have a moral responsibility. The notion of a moral responsibility is so completely removed from the evolutionary process as to have created the variety of species that we see today. When humans manipulate genetics, what is created through this will go through exactly the same requirements as every cat, every dog, every selective breeding thing, every plant that has been turned into a crop, all these things have gone through a process that has enabled them to either maintain or to fail. And some of these things are spectacular failures, some of these things are genuinely sad, the Tasmanian tiger, for example. But through this process, we find new and amazing ways of life existing and evolving. And quite frankly, I'm not concerned by our future cat-human overlords. 
I'm not concerned about Neanderthals once again walking amongst us. These kind of things exist in a genetic spectrum that enable new and outstanding possibilities to occur. I'm not scared by this. Mutation ultimately has gotten us where we are today, and mutation will continue to take us into a variety of different areas which probably our current human bodies are not ideally suited for existing in anyway. You've got to think about the deep, dark, distant future here. And quite frankly, I'd like to see my great-great-great-great-grandchildren having some feline advantages that ultimately will enable them to survive whatever they're having to deal with then. Not a topic for high society, not a topic really for most society, but one that I wanted to float out there in short funk to move folks out of their comfort zone for a little bit of time at least. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.